www.mama.com You might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 89. It's June the 8th, 2008, the 10th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Hi, Dave. Hi, Reiner. What's happening? What's happening? I don't know, Dave. Things are happening everywhere. Everywhere you look, things are happening. Things are happening. Things are happening we're not aware of. It's true. And usually, even the things we're aware of, we're only mildly aware of them. That's true. And it's probably better that way, I think, somehow. Maybe. (laughs) What's new? Hey, so did that Triple Crown guy, did he lose? He did lose. He lost to Belmont. I, I didn't watch it, but I was at actually a deaconate ordination party last night. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's funny because I was talking to a guy from Chicago who is from Chicago. So there was a Cubs game on, and he was watching the Cubs game. And then people from Kentucky walked in and said, hey, you're going to turn on the race? And he went, race, hell no. I'm watching the Cubs. <laughs> Close theirs, but so people talked about it because I forgot about it too. Yeah. But people told me that yeah, the horse, Big Brown, who won the last two, came in like last or something. He did. That's a rumor. That's what they told me. Wow. Found this woman who watched it, and she said, "Well, he wanted to go. You know, the horse wanted to run, and the jockey had to hold him back because he was in a crowd or something. Yeah. And it just like pissed the horse off, so he just didn't care anymore. He says not." I'm not going to run anymore for you then. It's what, it's how she interpreted it. I don't know. Because the horse, one went wire to wire, one by three lengths or something. Wow. And this horse, I mean, I can't believe that the horse that won the last two was the worst. I mean, it sounds like the horse just <laughs> had an attitude and said, no. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you had your chance. You're done. <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the Cubs are doing well too, from what well, I. Well, that's what that's what this guy said. He was like they're number one in the divisioners, and and as are the Sox. Apparently, it's mm-hmm. the Chicago year, maybe I don't know. Wow, but but it's always like that in June with the Cubs. Exactly, I said there's plenty of time for them to choke. Then people get heartbroken once yeah. again. Yeah. So. But anyways, what's that got to do with us? Nothing. <laughs> we both left that town. Yeah, many years ago. Get the hell out of Dodge there. Indeed. I not that I have anything against Chicago, but you know. Oh, it's it was a nice, nice place for a while. So, you know. For a big city it's a nice you know. Does pretty well. It is cold. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed there about fifteen years too long, I think, but yeah. other than that. Oh, okay, so we're off to Rip Roar and Star. <laughs> it's great. <clears throat> you better get into those readings quick, that's what I say. So I thought these were very encouraging readings. Did you? I did. Especially that part about Abraham being 100 and having a kid. Yeah. I think I'm on that, I think I'm on that schedule. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that reading made me um, think about our infamous... No sex for you. Right. You know, where he was like... Talking about I said... But, but the, the difference between... Um, Abraham and us, though, as it was my interpretation, <laughs> was that, you know, he did not doubt God's promise, mm. you know, in unbelief. 
Rather, he was strengthened by faith, it says here. He was fully convinced that he, what he had promised, he was able to do so. Well, he, but he got the promise. He knew what the promise was. I don't know that, what I'm promised. That's exactly my point there, Dave. <laughs> I don't know that we're promised anything. So okay. I, I want to have faith and hope, but in what, you know? Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, that's when you compare your own life to these biblical, they're always talking. They're sitting down having a latte with God talking about, like, hey, well, this is what right. I can do for you. So, I mean, that makes that's right. Easy. You're going to get some and uh, have a kid. So... I, I like a promise like that, but I don't have that. So. I hardly ever see a burning bush in my backyard. You know? Hardly ever, yeah. Well, you know, there was that one time. But, you know, it's true. That was no. because of the barbecue and everything. So, so, it doesn't really <laughs> count, I guess. I guess not. But... Too much lighter fluid. Anyways, but, but, um, but it does bring up the point, though, that, you know, you still... I, I don't think the point of the reading was specifically that Dave and Ryder aren't going to get any. But, but you can infer that. That's what everything's about to me. Yeah, you can just infer that, but it was that, you know, you probably ought to trust God anyway. So so even though we don't have a specific thing, we should we should trust the general promise that, you know, I guess so. things are going to go okay. Or you're going to we, get what you need, as, as the Rolling Stones say. Can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. Well, I, I don't, yeah, I guess so. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> We don't have that document apparently. Like, uh, you know, we we haven't we didn't cut the animals in half and walk through them and have the whole covenant relationship that says you are going to get with your wife or something. But is that what he did? Well, yeah. I do. So I have to cut an animal in half. Maybe. What if I have a chicken that's already cut in half? You know, you can get those at the. You know. <laughs> it's true. You can. I get two of those. There's no mention of chicken specifically. Although, as I was just perusing this here, the responsorial psalm, which I always gloss over, it does said, you know, to the blood of goats my drink there. Do you see that? I do like lamb. Lamb? Is that, I guess a goat is a the father of the lambs, yeah. Well, it's a sheep, isn't it? It's, goats are different. Well, I guess you could have a Maybe a lamb is also a goat lamb, too. Yeah, we're we're veterinary experts here, Dave. <laughs> but but you know, you get to back. Could you bring in the show's resident veterinarian for a moment? I'll have to do that, <laughs> doctor or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, I don't know that a chicken will work, but you know, I don't even know if a goat. Apparently, goats are okay because wasn't that's right? Because uh, that whole Abraham thing on the mountain and kill your son, and there was a ram caught in a thicket. And it was kind of, ram's kind of a goat, isn't it? Mountain goat. Yeah. Yeah, so he chopped that in half and sacrificed them. But which brings up an interesting point because the other two readings, they're talking about when you bring bring up sacrifice here. The first one says, "For it is love that I desire, not sacrifice." And then if you scroll down to the last reading, it says, "I desire mercy, not sacrifice." So I mean, those are two, you know, parallel things happening in that first and third reading. One of my these are some of my favorite uh, concepts from here. Also from Psalm 69, you know, that I will praise the Lord in song, and this will please God more than an ox. Mm -hmm. Which goes back to Adam and uh, Cain and Abel, too. Kind of. Well, yeah, because uh, I always interpreted that story that Cain was kind of doing it because he wanted to curry favor, and um, 
What's his name? Abel. Abel. Abel was doing it just because out of the love of God or love of his, you know, just expressing himself. Exactly. It's knowledge of God rather than holocausts. Mm-hmm. And and the gospel, what does it say? I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Of course, you know, I think that, that term is sacrifice in the sense of here's the rules, make these sacrifices. Right. Because I think that the sacrifice of what you want, you still have to make. You know, I'm I want this stuff. The sacrifice of your stuff. sacrifice of your ego, perhaps. You have your will, perhaps, mm-hmm. to the will of God. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's a tricky one too, because if you think in your day to day life, you know, look at the people that are very happy with their lives. I mean, they're not they're not earning their money just to earn money. They're doing, you know, they're. You know, I think the they love what they're doing. Yeah, they love what they're doing. They're just doing it for the love of it, and then you know, oftentimes money follows from that. But they're not they're not prostituting themselves for cash. Exactly. Like you and I do. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Dave? I'd I'd say no. I'd say I'd say most people they're they're at least partial prostitutes for money because you you wind up in any job doing crap that you could care less about. But, um, you know, maybe hopefully at least there's a certain percentage of something that's, you know, doing what you came here to do and, you know, it's a good thing. And I think that is part of, that's what you're saying, I'm doing this because I can make money. Well, sometimes you need to make money to do things, but really if you're, you know, following the will of God, God made you to do something. And if you're doing that thing you were made to do, you would be happy. Yeah. Right. So, perhaps if you're not happy, you're not doing the right thing, or you're not doing it the right way, or you're in the right place at the right time. Exactly. You're not exactly on the right path. Mm -hmm. But well, that also it does. You know that thing about I desire mercy, not sacrifice. You know, if you just, I think I think this meaning was here sacrifice. They were thinking about like you know killing an animal or burning things or whatever. But I think. You know, in modern parlance, um, sacrifice also means, well, I'm doing this so you should do something for me. It's, you know, being a martyr kind of thing, too. Um, I think people, myself included, it's like, well, I, you know, I've sacrificed this part of myself. I've given up this thing, so you owe me. I think there's a, that attitude comes out. I think it, you yeah, know, that's one way to look at it. I would say the other way that it's more of a well, what are the rules in a minimalistic, you know mm-hmm. viewpoint that say, Well if you do these things then you get the brownie points. Right. Th- that's the problem I have with the hierarchical bureaucratic view of the church that says, Well, you didn't do this, this, this and this so therefore you're not you know, <laughs> on the good guys list. On the other hand, but my point would be, I could do this, this, this on the list, which would, like the sacrifice, Holocaust, yeah. you know, it yeah. says in Leviticus, here's all the rules, do this, this, and this. If I did all those things, but didn't love God, didn't, you know, love my neighbor, didn't care about anything, I follow the rules I'm in. I think that's what these are saying, that, no, yeah. that's crap. <laughs> you know, it is knowledge of God that I want not these things. If you have that and then you do these things because it falls into what you've learned about God, that's great. 
mm-hmm. but you know, doing the little activities without understanding or caring what the real thing is. Right. I think there's your problem. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard. It's an easy thing to fall into, though. Yeah. You know, because you have desires and you want your life to be a certain way, and then you can't understand. I don't know. You know, I'm convinced though that a lot of this stuff is. It requires a lot of courage, too. I was reading this article in Psychology Today about being authentic, and they were talking about how hard it is to be authentic. But, you know, people that are authentic in their life, that they live longer, they're happier, they're more productive, all those things. On the other hand, it's scary to be that way, and it's put you in... Um, conflict with people a lot of times. It does. Uh, the thought that comes to me is, what if you're authentically an asshole, though, and you be that person? Then, you know. Well, but, but maybe, you know, there are people that are authentically assholes, and that's their, you know, that's their course into being something greater or better later on, too. True. Maybe if you truly act like that, enough people will kick your ass and you'll say, okay, maybe I should be somebody else now. <laughs> right. That's true. Or you get it out of your system, or it, or you, or it's part of your learning process of you know what's really important. That would, that would be better than just being the asshole on the fly and telling people you're not, because or suppressing it and just everyone feeling it every time they're around. Exactly, because people are gullible to you know. I'm probably telling you the wrong thing though. I'm just thinking this. <laughs> what, do you, it. what do you mean, Dave? <laughs> you don't need much inducement to like say stuff, do you? Yes, I do. I'm very politically correct. I know. I'm sure. <laughs> Tactful, diplomatic. Those are the hallmarks of my nature. You're that way to a fault, aren't you? <laughs> Not at all, but... <laughs> you learn those skills in your current position, of course. It's true. I have... I try to do that. Just be, And you know why I do it, though, Dave? Because, so that I don't offend other people. So that people don't get the wrong idea. I try and tell them the truth, but I try to couch it in a way that they can hear Jack it. Jack Nicholson said, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What does this have to do with foosball would be the more relevant question. Would be the more relevant question? Right. Yes. Well, sacrifice, love. I don't think it has anything. To, I don't think love has anything to do with foosball. <laughs> it's about crushing your opponent, isn't it? I mean... Football is about hate. It's not about love. You know, I don't know what what this has to do with football, like love and and you know any of that stuff. Because isn't it about destroying your enemies? I mean, isn't that this, this is a very Old Testament? It's about it's about smiting people and smoting them and having spoten them. Smite, smote, smoten. Perhaps. It's also about though eating with tax collectors and sinners. Oh, so playing foosball with tax collectors and sinners? Yeah, you know, drunken idiots and camps or something. I don't know. But what if we're the drunken idiots? Well, then we'll be having more fun than the other team. <laughs> so. uh, all right. Sacrifice maybe has a part in foosball, too, perhaps. But I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it either, Dave. But All right. Uh, Let's move on. <laughs> we got nothing on this one. Got nothing. I, I like the tax collectors and sinners and drunken idiots. I think that's as much as we can get for this week. I think that's what we do, though, Dave. That's our, our objective, to talk to the yeah. people. In the- I hope so. 
I think our show is much better when you're drinking. <laughs> I need to do that more often, is that what you're saying? Well, we should be drinking when we're doing the show, and people should be drinking when they're listening to the show. It makes it much more entertaining. I think they really, you know, I, I think oh, the man. message would come through more clearly. The problem with, only problem I have with that is it's Sunday morning, and I don't know. Well, 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 all we can hope for is that there's still a little buzz from last night. <laughs> sometimes there are. Sometimes we're a little hungover, and then we're grumpy, and right. that, you know, that's okay for our show too. Usually, but I think so. I think it adds a certain dimension to the show. Exactly. That it needs. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> winding down to an inspiring ending to the show here. Um, what do we want to say? I, I had thought about. You gonna got anything else, right? By the way. No. Okay. I, Go ahead. Just, just that. I mean, it's just the whole following the rules is sort of my nature to do that. But just realizing that just following the rules doesn't get you where you want to go, and you need to have knowledge of God, and but, don't start any holocausts. No holocausts <laughs> this week. Okay, for anybody. Uh, I'll, I second. I second Reiner's motion. <laughs> so have a good week, everyone. All righty then. Bye. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.